0: Welcome to Practically a Fabring, a podcast about life, about getting real, and about Chabad Hasidis. Here's our hosts, Menachem Posnansky and Rabbi Meir Prager. Practically a Fabring, and welcome back. Okay, we're holding in Paragid Base, and we're going to find more and more about ourselves and about the Baini and about changing what matters to us. But first... If you're new or you've been procrastinating, do us a favor, subscribe to the podcast, give us a review of five stars, and a written review is even better, specifically on Apple. It helps us get the word out. And also share us with your friends, let them know about this cool deal that's going on. Also, if you'd like to reach us, you can do so at a new email address, thelightrevealedtlr at gmail.com, revealedtlr at gmail.com. For comments, questions, and concerns, we'd love to hear from you. Okay, here we go. We're jumping in. Paragate bays, rounding out, trying to understand the me. Let's see what mayor has in store for us today. Okay, here we go. Practically, if I bring in, we are back. We're still in Yud base. This is very intense. This is I think our seventh episode in Yud base. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Which I, we thought Yud was intense, but it makes sense because we're, this is the guts. This is the, uh, the kidneys maybe. Which, I, don't, I don't know which organ it is, but this is like a, this is an important part. M- well,
1: maybe we just like for bringing it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, we don't we don't want to get to the the part of Tanya, like the part where he starts to talk about actually doing things. You just like yeah, st- we, we, we've found. Uh, I,
1: think. <laughs> I, I think in every, we always discuss about the avoda. Yeah, we, to do you know, like
0: he, he makes demands later on. Now we're like, it's nice to like you okay. know and play around with this theoretical stuff. Okay, so we're in the Bain and we're talking about a lot of the theme that you've been focus- focusing in on, which is really just highlighting what the Alter Rebbe focuses in on here. Which is obvious and yet not so obvious is the role of tefillah and the role of the time of tefillah in the avoda of the beni in the in his process of, of of how he phases his day because times of Tefillah in particular, but he also talks about times of learning, right? He does talk about that, but he definitely makes an emphasis, an exclamation on times of prayer are times of, you know, what's called Meichen de godless times of where a person's in an expansive mind, mindfulness, where they're, they're thinking about God, they're preoccupied with God. There, there may be the way that they would like to be all the time. So prayer becomes a vital aspect of that journey. But then as we turn the page and we get to towards the leader Portion of the chapter, the author makes a really almost distressing comment that really once you pointed out to me is really bugging me, um, which is he talks about how once the the bainani leaves that mindfulness, once he leaves that space of davening physically, but once he kind of once that once that mindfulness fades, he is re inundated with impulses and desires for. Material things, and even, God forbid, for forbidden things, and it's. And then he says something. As if he didn't daven at all. And the question that brings up is like, well, why bother doing it in the first place if it's going to be as if you didn't do it at all? Like, and 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 more importantly, I guess from a textual standpoint, like, what is the point that the Alter is trying to make in those words? Because he's he's making a point of saying that and the Alter Rebbe doesn't put anything in Tanya as you've taught us, um, not on purpose. Every letter, every individual letter is there with intention. So what is he trying to get across with that? Let's start there.
1: It really is an important question. Just to jump straight a few lines further, he gives, he gives a very interesting uh, statement that needs to be said right away. Lak shuzeh Moyel Bemechen, which means, for this, it's important the impression that the davening had that left over, the footprint that the davening left behind. So even though the truth, you know, he's saying the truth is the person's not emotionally totally there. His Nefesh Bahamas is still on fire, still alive. During davening, the passion, the focus... The, the, the as you said, the mindfulness that somebody puts a davening overtakes the nefesh Bahamas for that particular point. But just like we we said last time, when you throw a ball in the air, it stays in the air as long as the energy is propelling it. Second energy is out, it goes right back down. So he's saying it's gonna go. You're gonna go back to the same emotional state before. But yes, emotionally yes, but there's a big big difference. There's an impression afterwards. There was that moment when you were in davening, and you remember something. You, you, it, it impacted you. It impacted at that point. You saw clearly, and therefore, it it has an, an, a lasting effect afterwards. Also, <clears throat> as a side note, I I remember there's a, a very beautiful sechel where the Rebbe explains in the Rambam in Hilchos Shabbos. It speaks about the Ulamites, and the Ulamites Moloch, talks about havara. Making a fire, so the Rambam said, So it seems from the Rambam that the main thing about making a fire is making a fire, a heating element, some creating fire. But when he starts explaining it, he first says, "Offer." Um, he wants life, that there should be a purpose in what's left over in the in the in, in the. Uh, it's like charcoal, or whatever. It's like there's something. There's a purpose. He you know. It shouldn't be a purposeless fire. If you're doing something not for purpose, it's not a malacha. So the Rebbe asks, why doesn't he just tell us straight out first? It's about making a fire, and then it says, offer." There should be a tzarech offer, something for the for whatever the fire is creating. Or, or why does he put that in prominently? So the Rebbe explains from a Hasidic point of view that the fire that the whole point of the base, the, the Lamentas Malachas, is built is is around what it took to make a base Mikdash. And one of the main things of making Baysamiddish is you need fire. So he's saying It's what it's for the when you burn something, you take a piece of wood and you burn it, the last thing, that, you know, the, the last thing that's left over is the dust, the dirt, the most gashmis, the most physical part of it. So the Rambam is alluding to the fact that the fire that a person, a Jew, put creates in his soul. It should always be for something to do with the physical world, something that's going to be a changeable, a tangible effect. Same thing over here. When we go, his his point is that when you're going to go to daven, yeah, you're not going to have the same passion as before, but because your purpose in davening is to connect and to and and to to, to gain a perspective that will be left in your brain and that's going to be a comfort zone and a place of energy that when you do as he says when you are challenged later on because emotionally you're there you're going to have the right you're going to have a mindset or at least extra mental energy to be able to overcome it because you're going to remember what you were doing a few hours ago the effect is the is still is still there
0: okay wow okay cool so what you're saying is, is that there's kind of a dual process going on for the baini, And I think it's important to reaffirm, and I was kind of reaffirming in my brain, right, as I was listening to you, that we're talking about a Benini. We're not talking about a Tzaddik, right? right? Even the Alta Rebbe gets into, well, what's the difference between a Tzaddik and a Benini, right? That's exa- essentially what he's addressing here, right? What's the separation? Because the Benini is a very impressive guy. He's maybe us in our ideal state. In some ways, that's what the Alta Rebbe is describing. He's describing what we're aspiring to be as I'll say later. So the Bainani is, is a person who's exceptional and wonderful and, and does all sorts of wonderful things and has all sorts of wonderful aspirations and has all sorts of spiritual success in his avoda. And yet he's not a tzaddik. And yet he's still a Benini. And yet he still has these kind of measures of attraction towards that which is negative or that which is not holy right? So part of that journey means this kind of up and down process. So there's a there's a piece of this where we have to like kind of come to terms, like in psychological terms, like we have to have acceptance about what it is we're dealing with, right? And also have a measure of balance and humility and not get lost in kind of this grandiose expectation of what it is we're going to accomplish. Okay, fine. So now we're a bainany. right? So there's, what's going to happen to a bainani in his ideal state when he is truly investing himself in davening and in learning with his boididus, with his boninus, with learning and with that, da- right? And putting aside his thoughts and controlling his negative behaviors and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera is that he's going to have certain experiences during davening and there's going to be a reduction or a stepping away from from that. There's going to be a fall ki'ilu lo hispalaklao if he didn't daven at all. But yet, and this is kind of this parallel piece, but yet the effort that you made will not be lost because there is an impression left upon you, right? And this is interesting. We kind of think about the way that uh, neuroscience works, the way that that the, the brain works, right? Because the brain works with we talked patterns. about this before: patterns and habituation, right. right? So, like that, that we're talking about something that's spiritual, I'm not talking about the the brain, but the the mind and the brain and the spirit all operate in the same system. So that makes sense, right? So the Altorab is saying is that the function of doing that is even though there is a retraction, even though there's a step away from that, leaping into almost feeling what it's like to be at tzaddik. The bainani creates these kind of impressions within his spirit, within his soul, within his mind, within his brain, within his body of tzidkis, of holiness, and those impressions are there. So even though functionally on an emotional level, on an experiential level, it's ki'ilo hizbalaklal, he's leaving davening, he's going, jumping back into the world, which means launching himself into all of these challenges. But on a kind of a, a long-term basis, right? In the, in the in the long, short way that the Altarab is laying out in this long, short way journey of trying to become an excellent human being, he is making tremendous progress, not only on a on a not only on a quantitative level, meaning he's doing lots of mitzvos, but on a qualitative level, he's becoming a better and better person, more and more capable of handling challenges. Right. Okay. So that's that's wonderful. But one of the questions that the, that Did just yeah, remind
1: me one more thing you remind yeah. me of the story. It's it's um, it's a long story. so I'm just gonna say the part that's appropriate over here. When um, the Alter rebel was in Russia, and the Tsar wanted they wanted to arrest him for the activities that he was involved in, whatever the story of Yetzis Kislev is behind. So he was debating if he should go in hiding or go with the poli- you know go with them. Like it, it is, it's life threatening. They they came to kill him basically. So he didn't know what to do. So there was a, a tremendous Chassid, Shmuel Munkus, that. Uh, my my grandson's namesake. Yeah. I was going to bring it up, <laughs> I wasn't sure. He was okay, <laughs> He snuck in, somehow climbed into the Altairbiz room, because Alterb was in his boat, just trying to figure out what to do. And uh, and he tells him, and, and Altairbiz appreciated the Shmur Monkis a lot. He goes, Shmuel, what do you think I should do? <clears throat> so he says a long story, but the bottom line is, he says, you should go with him, because you're Tadak and everything is going to work out well. Because if you're not... And you're wrong. Who gave you the right to take away so much passion of physical and things change so many people? And it was like him being a vanity and these sad old him Once once you daven like that, once you live like that, it mm. couldn't go back. It's not the same. It's not the same. Right, you, right. you took off the edge. Right, right, right. I feel guilty now. I can't. Every time I see so much gosh in me, you left an impact. You made an impression on us. It changed us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if And if you're wrong about this, then he says, you deserve whatever you're going to get. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're right, it's going to work out. And I'll have agreed with him. And he went. And obviously, the rest was his, his, his beautiful history.
0: That's a great story. You're bringing up a really powerful point that I think is that is important. That it's important for us to realize that there is an impact kind of, even though it's subtle and we don't necessarily experience it, in some ways we never experience it. I was actually talking to a bunch of guys about this yesterday. Uh, it's That's interesting. There are points where we kind of wake up and realize like, oh, I'm, I'm actually a different person. All this avoidance that I've been doing, all this effort that I've been making has actually helped me to evolve and I've matured. So there are those moments, but, but for the most part, we don't necessarily feel this kind of result, meaning where a person is engaged in trying to live in an elevated way and they're their attitudes and their behaviors and their ideals, what's important to them changes. What they want changes. They don't. It's not even so much like a tzaddik or somebody, let's say, a benani or someone who's striving towards a halavaya benani. It's not even so much that he controls himself, that he doesn't do negative things. He doesn't want to do negative things, and that occurs over time as a result of the way in which he's invested himself in tasting.
1: What's but that, really that's good. a later stage. Over here, he still is kilo He right. actually wants still the bad thing. Right, right. No, no, he no, still wants sure. his addiction or whatever. He's still in that space emotionally. But because he is spending the right time in davening, right, then he's getting the he's getting the right energy. To, it may, it's like he saw what it's like to be not. But isn't yeah.
0: isn't isn't what the Alter is saying over here? Is that even though his desire for the material pleasure is the same, his capacity to overcome that right. desire is yes. different.
1: Right, meaning that's, he, a, that's the point. He pulls right. away from it. Yeah. And
0: part of the reason, I know this is just from like my orientation working in addiction, right? Which is, is a parallel here, it's not the same, Lahavdil, where there's a transition where somebody in a recovery process in an early phase of recovery, it, it's it's painful for them to not drink. Or use drugs and their desire feels overwhelming and but as they go on in their process in a a, let's say a middle phase of recovery one of the things that you find occurs is their desire for it is just as intense but their ability to overcome it is much easier meaning they're much more easily able to move away from it and that's not because of the amount of time I mean, I think that's some of it, the amount of time that they stayed away, but also this shifting in ideals and perspectives that occurs where there's an impression made by the positive things. They've started to taste what it's like in a certain way to, like, really be high, right? They start to, they start to experience, like, what they were really looking for in those negative spaces. So they're not as attracted to, even though the, in, the desire is just as intense, but they're not as attracted to. It, it, and I feel like that's, to some degree, la Havdil, it, kind of what the Alta Rebbe is describing over here, more in what you're describing, that the author is describing.
1: It's interesting you say that because I wasn't going to speak about this particular point, but you, you bring the way you, you you bring it to light. It's important. A few lines later, he mentions that when when he's challenged with this thought that he or state that he wants to avoid is there a higher love what comes by itself. He goes, when it goes to, when it enters his his consciousness, he pushes away with two hands mm. and i 'm learning and i 'm like like you say, dalter, everything is exact you know we 're talking about a mental state or emotional state What, what do you mean why are you push away with two hands interesting well what's what 's the point right of doing that and i i don 't know I might get my guess my guess is. When someone's drowning, that when they're drowning, so if they see a a, a leaf, uh, you know, a little twig on top of the, by the water, right. they grab it. Mm. It's not gonna work. It doesn't make a difference if it's gonna work. Mm. It, it's like I'm not drowning. I gotta grab onto anything. Mm. I think what that's this what, that, what what it helps with the davening is you you got this this impression that 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 that's in, that's impressed into your brain so to speak your consciousness at that time so when you're when you get attacked again with your whatever, whatever things that are attacking us then you feel you're drowning And at that time, using even your hands, even though it's emotional, you're like, I got to get out of here. You know, it's like when when someone says something bad to you, 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 you're physical. What are you getting physical? We're just talking. Right. Because it's so overwhelming. Mm. So, there is shimui that he's talking about, this impression that happens in davening is that what it does is it's an alarm system, is you're drowning. Mm. Get out of here. Whatever. Grab anything. Go go ahead, and that sense and, and that's what the bainini has this sense of urgency, so that's what if he's a you know a bainini means he's he he's not falling he's not trapped into it because that's right. what be a russia right he's already graduated from the from the trapman part mm. but he's not yet in the stage where he overcame it right so but with the davening is you get you get the tool as the most important is to know how when it comes when 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 you're attacked by it the 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 correct mindset and the ability to be able to push it back
0: Mm. wow that's really fantastic thank you so much